Welcome back. This is the Hammer Down Show on 1017 The Hammer and 1017thehammer.com. We're over to our Hammerhead Hotline, and uh, we're going to bring in Coach Bird from our uh, Purdue Women's Golf Club. Uh, they're doing great here. Uh, back at it here. The, you know, they get this weird break from October to about February, and then they jump right back in. Winners of the Tulane Classic back in the middle of February, and uh, you know, just took over for the legendary uh, Coach Browse on top of that. So uh, he has had a uh, he's had his hands full since he's got on campus. Coach, uh, hey, great to have you on the show for the first time. It's a pleasure to meet you. Um, first off, I guess here's the most obvious question: is you know, you, you come up from Old Miss, uh, from Oxford here. It's uh, you're taking over for a legend in Coach Browse. How's the community been treating you so far? How, how have you liked it? What's the experience been like since you got up here? Uh, thanks a lot for having me. It's it's been great. Uh, yeah, my wife's from the Midwest, so she when this job came open, that was one that you know she was like, boy, I sure would like to get you know closer to family and uh you know we she kind of compares the midwest to the to the south where where i'm from of how the people are are nice and hospitality is a big deal up here and uh you know she's she was all in and and once i got up here and 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 saw the campus and and the facilities and you know it was it was kind of a no-brainer for us so you know it was uh it was a hectic uh, uh july for us we Older. We we had just built a house in Oxford, and uh, so we we put that on the market six months after we moved into it, and uh, sold and, and bought up here, and we had about thirty six hours to find a house up here. So it was it was a crazy month, but we've settled in nicely, and uh, you know I'm I'm surviving my first ever real winter. And <laughs> I haven't I haven't gone crazy yet, so that's a good start. Um, you know it's. Uh, I'm hearing that usually there's a lot more white stuff than we've had this year. So usually, uh, but you have you have gotten <laughs> to experience uh, two springs already before we've actually hit spring. That that happens uh, a lot I up have. here too. Yeah, I, we we've been fortunate to get on the golf course a lot in the last week, uh, which I think is probably a bonus this time of year. And uh, you know we've been able to do a lot of on course practice, which is I think really beneficial to the rest of the spring for us. So uh, I. I'm going to tell all of our recruits that this is very normal. We get to play in early March all the time. So. <laughs> well, you know, it, it is an interesting setup the way that uh, this goes because you guys do get some stuff in in the fall, and then you get that you know kind of like four month layover here to where right. you know and, and you can't get out onto a course. Obviously, um, great facilities over there to be able to, uh, to 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 work and and get better at your game. But you know, how hard is that though? I mean, it's, it's got to be adjustment because I'm sure you probably don't have to do that as much down south. Uh, to where you can't really get out on the course and compete, uh, but you you know you, you work in the facilities here. How hard is that to just go from that then to go down to a place like New Orleans and do that Tulane Classic and kind of go out there a little bit cold when it comes to competing? Yeah, it, you know we we're fortunate in the fact that we do get to take some training trips. So you know over Martin Luther King weekend, we'll we'll go somewhere warm uh, and, and spend three days to, on a golf course and, and get some good, good weather in. And then usually we'll, uh, you know, next year our spring will start in uh, Puerto Rico in February. So, you know, we'll get good weather very early in, in the semester next year. Um, but yeah, I mean, we do, we do get on the, on the road and on some golf courses before we compete. Uh, but it's still, you know, it's not the same. It's, it's, it's two days here. It's, three days there and then you're back home, you know, working in the hitting bays and, you know, it, it is different, but uh, you know, we've tried to 
set different stuff up in the indoor facility, you know, trying to keep everybody engaged and, and it's not, you know, just a, a boring practice doing the same thing over and over again. Um, and, and that seemed to work. I mean, we, you know, this is my first winter here and, and I'm trying to figure out what works and what doesn't and, and what the, the team enjoys for the indoor practices and what they don't enjoy. And, you know, it's, it's, it, we've, we've kind of played two very different tournaments so far this semester. We played really well in Tulane and then we kind of struggled a lot in, uh, in Vegas. So, you know, I think that a little bit of inconsistencies of, of not being able to be on the golf course as much as we'd like to be, it's just kind of comes with it, uh, you know, and, and then by March and April and we're, we're going to be cruising. So, we're talking with uh, Coach Zach Bird here on our uh, Hammerhead Hotline, your head coach for uh, Purdue Women's Golf. Uh, okay, so the one thing that I always notice, and I will bring this up with Coach Browse too, the, that you know the, the Purdue Women's Golf Team usually has a, it's a very diverse cast. you, you got a lot of uh, international students that come from you know, such great locations, exotic locations like Thailand, uh, Peru, um, you know, Australia, England, Plano, Texas, you know, the real... Uh, you know, the real far and away places. But um, I guess my question is, when you go about, like, recruiting, and I know you've traveled a lot internationally to play, uh, how do you go about uh, identifying uh, these young ladies that would fit well in in Purdue? Because I know it's not like, you know, there's not all these recruiting services like football and basketball. They're not putting out mixtapes with sand saves, although I think they should be. That would be great. Um, You know, and I'm sure there's not a lot of high schools, too, that, you know, keep track of such uh, advanced metrics and stuff. So, I, I, this has got to be tough. And then when you add in the international element, how how do you go about identifying what a, a great Purdue Boilermaker uh, looks like uh, in the recruiting? Yeah, you know, I have a certain type of player I, I look for. Uh, you know, it's, it's kind of what we did at Ole Miss. Um, and it worked well there. Um, I'm, I'm basically trying to bring the same pipelines that I had there here. Uh, I do a lot in Europe. Um, so that's, you know, we have a very nice Asian pipeline that was built, um, before I got here and I'm, I'm, I'm working on that, but I'm also trying to bring my European pipeline in, uh, as well. And, and I want some, some, you know, local Indiana talent. There's been some really good players get out of Indiana. Uh, and I don't, I I want them to come here. You know, you got to kind of build a team of, players that understand what playing in the big 10 and playing for Purdue means. And you can find that locally. And then you need a team of, you know, maybe a bit more polished players from Europe that have been playing international team golf since they were 12 years old. You know, they're used to playing as a team over there where in the U S we don't do a lot of team stuff, you know, high school golf, but that's usually, you know, not really that high of level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where in Europe they travel as a national team all over Europe, their government pays for it and they play against other countries. So they've been in a team. So you kind of combine that. You kind of combine the U.S. players that want to play for Purdue, want to win a Big Ten championship, and you combine that with, with European or, or Asian talent that has been playing on national teams for years. And, and, and then you just let them learn from each other. Your, your Americans teach them what it means to play for Purdue and play in the Big Ten, and they teach them how to, you know, play as a team. Uh, so it's 
it worked at Ole Miss. It's, it's what we're going to do here, uh, you know, as we, we build our recruiting classes out. But, you know, it's a, it's a lot of travel. It's a lot of a lot of nights in a hotel. Uh, you know, since the job, since I've gotten the job, I've been to Iceland. I've been to England. I've been to Portugal. Uh, my assistant has been to Portugal with me. She's also going to uh, she's going to Sweden and Germany early in the summer. So it's uh, it's a lot of travel, and, and it's a very specific type of person and player that we're looking for. Uh, and you know, it's uh, like finding a needle in a haystack. But when you find the right ones, it, it pays off. So once we've identified who those uh, young women are, uh, what are some of the things they are looking for in, in coming over here to play? What um, are the things that they require, and is mm-hmm. Purdue meeting those expectations or exceeding those expectations? Uh, uh, what exactly is Purdue offering them, and, and that they're also looking for? Yeah, you know, I mean, the education piece here is is huge. You know, I, I can get players. Uh, you know, Europeans are high on education as well as the Asian culture. They, you know, Purdue's degree goes a long way. So that's an added bonus that I have here that I didn't really have at Ole Miss. You know, the degree there wasn't as world renowned. It was still a great, they had a great business department, great degree, but it was more of an American name. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an international university. Um, so I have that bonus, you know, where I can go talk to national team coaches that already know what a degree means from here. Uh, and then, you know, they're looking at schedule. They're looking at facilities. They're looking at what I can do to get them to the LPGA tour. Uh, and we, you know, we have two golf courses that we can walk to. That's, uh, very rare. Uh, there's not very many places in this country that you can walk from your dorm to the golf facilities. Um, I, I mean, probably under 15, maybe 10. Um, and just so happens both of the courses are phenomenal. Um, that's a huge selling point for us, especially with international players who don't have to have a car. Uh, you know, we've, we've got our player from Thailand doesn't have a car. She's in her fifth year here or fourth year here. Um, and she's never had a car and she's been perfectly fine the whole, the whole career. Um, that's a big selling point for international players. Um, you know, facilities are huge. We've got a great short game facility. Uh, you know, that's that's something that they look for. Um, so yeah, you know, we're we've got everything that we need uh, to to be great. Uh, and and I, I know that uh, the history helps. You know, you've you've won a national championship here. You've you've competed at a high level several years. Uh, so that that carries a lot of weight in the recruiting game as well. So uh, that was going to be my next question is, is about the facilities. Of course, uh, I know there's a, a lot of expansion going on, another new clubhouse and stuff. They're getting ready to shut down Cherry Lane and all that good stuff. But um, y- you talk about how great they are, and Lord knows I, I love both those courses in their own different ways. But mm-hmm. um, how, how do they, and, and you kind of touched on a little bit, how do they stack up in, in the quality, uh, in the style and stuff? How do they stack up with the best uh, other collegiate uh, facilities in the country? Would you say Purdue is on par? They say. Would you say they uh, uh, exceed most of uh, the facilities in the country? But where's Purdue at golf-wise with, with the elites in the country? Yeah, you know, I, I've been fortunate to 
to recruit a lot at, at, at other university courses. I've obviously competed in a lot of other university courses. You know, not anywhere that I can think of has two totally different golf courses that are always in really good shape. You know, Campton is nothing like Ackerman. Ackerman is nothing like Campton. You know, it, 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 if I'm playing a tournament in Chicago, we can go over to Ackerman and play five rounds of qualifying and get a course that's pretty similar to something that we're going to play in the Midwest or the Northeast. If we're playing a standard Pete Dye course like we do when we go to landfall in the fall, we qualify every round on camping because it's more similar to what we're going to play. But you rarely go somewhere where we don't have a similarity right here. Um, and, and that's huge. The fact that they're always in good shape, they're walking distance from campus. You know, Oklahoma State's got a great one, but it's 20 minutes from campus. South Carolina's Ugh. got a great one. It's 25 minutes from campus. I, I played at Coastal Carolina 45 minutes from oh. from campus to where I practiced every day. You do that hour and a half commute with what you've got as a student athlete already on your plate, that's a that's a lot of time out of your day that you could be studying, you could be working out, you could be doing other things. We can walk from the dorm to Mackey to work out, Mackey to the golf course. If you're in a car, it's two minutes. I mean, you're saving yourself over an hour off of a lot of these top programs that have great facilities, but they're nowhere near their campuses. So last question, uh, I'm going to get out of you here before uh, we let you go. Now, I'm sure you've played both these uh, courses many a times here, so give me your favorite hole on uh, either of the two courses there. What, what's your favorite one to play? Oof. Uh, 17 on camping because eventually I will make birdie on it. <laughs> but I played it in college. Uh, I was on the same college team with Dustin Johnson, and I believe – between Dustin and myself, we have about six Coastal Carolina golf balls in the bottom of that lake in that tournament. <laughs> and I, I was the first time I played it when I was, I was out here. I think uh, I was playing with a couple of the guys here, and I was four under. First round, I'd played it since college. Four under going into seventeen, and I went ahead and hit one out in the middle of that pond too to, to finish. To, uh, double on 17 and, and bogey on 18 to take myself out of a good round. So I will eventually master 17, uh, and that's that will become my favorite hole because I ha break out in a dry sweat every time I get on that tee box. You have no idea how happy you made me that uh, both you and <laughs> Dustin Johnson are one of us. I love it because yes, we've all yes. done it out there. Coach, Zach, Coach Zach Bird of Purdue Women's Golf. Uh, again, it's a fantastic team. I, I love seeing uh, all the success that they're having early on here, and uh, they're going to get back after it. they got to go down to Tallahassee here uh, yep. in about uh, a week or so for the FSU matchup. So best of luck for you guys on that, Coach. It's been amazing Appreciate getting to know you here, and uh, boiler up, buddy. Yep, we'll 